Welcome to another episode of Assembling Titans. We're recapping the Denver Broncos game. Um, it was at Mile High Stadium. Um, 325 kickoff. Denver Broncos 116 to zilch zero. Um, Tennessee Titans offense was pretty much um, anemic. I hate, well, I don't really use that word. That's more of a media word, but uh, offense did not move the ball on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, obviously not scoring um, many points. They didn't, you know, do what they were supposed to do in that score touchdowns, get points on the board. Um, w- wasn't even in f- uh, enough, wasn't even in field goal range to even like accumulate points this week. So Cody Parker was only used on kickoffs. Um, this is a game that, you know, I look at it. It's just kind of like, you know, Marcus Mariota was benched. Um, the running game couldn't get going. The defense did, you know, the best that it could for as long as it could. And, you know, that's been, you know, the T- Tennessee Titans defense is, is either bad or they're or they're pretty good. And the offense never matches up. And it's just it's just a situation where this team is always you know either light years ahead on defense and you know very primitive and neanderthal like on offense or their offense is actually decent and their defense is porous so they never can really catch up with themselves Uh, and it's just unfortunate man it's i hate you know it's really frustrating i should say to to you know do these podcasts and then it always you know, reverting back to some of the things that I've said, because, you know, I can see how the average person can say that it looks, you know, very self-appreciating and, and self-promoting. But at the end of the day, you know, the people that's not in the position that they want to be in life, everybody's self-promoting yourself until you get there. And that's when you shut up. And that's when you actually can put those things to action. Um, but in this situation, it's just something that I've always studied and said about this team. You know, they're they're always playing catch up, you know, whether that's from a um, a player personnel standpoint or coaching standpoint, you know, you know, and it's not just I'm not thinking of faces or I'm not thinking of specific names. I'm just speaking in general here. You know, it's just unfortunate that the fan base has to continue to to, uh, you know, in, endure this type of product that's getting put on the field. But yet, you know. Tickets are being shoved down their throat and advertisements are being shoved down their throat. But why would they come to a product that puts zero points um, on the scoreboard for two consecutive seasons, almost exactly a year apart? You know, it's just and I'm not. And the thing is, you look across the league, there's people, there's probably coaches that want in and that could probably help. There's probably specialists that's been in the league that could probably help. But I only know about my skill set. Now, can I go out there and block somebody? No. Can I go out there and catch a pass? I mean, technically, I could catch a pass, but am I eligible to? No. So is the situation where, you know, all that I can do is help put better product on the field, which is players, better talent on the field. What else can I help with? I can help with ideas because obviously another thing that I'm noticing is, you know, there's not much that I noticed someone telling Art Smith that in this situation in particular, we can't call routes that are 
12 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards when our offensive line isn't that good, you know, as well as you have to be mindful of what hash you call, you know, swing plays to your running back or screens because you got linemen having to move and block. So you can't call a play that's a that's longer developing on a long side of the field when linemen have to move because linemen are traditionally not that fast. If you And if you give a, a speed guy the football, you probably shouldn't give him the football on the short side of the field. You might want to do it on the larger side of the field so that he has an opportunity to outrun the defense or he's in space. Like these simple, minute, common sense type of things that that's only the part of what I'm saying aren't being relayed to Art Smith. Obviously, you know, if they are, he's not listening very well. Like also like you in this offense, how this offense is sputtering right now. You have to think players, not plays. You're already calling long developing plays. At what point do you say, okay, I'm going to get Corey Davis seven targets before this game is over. I'm going to get A.J. Brown seven targets. I'm going to get, you know, Adam Humphreys ten targets. I'm going to get, like, specifically targeting players or having a package for certain type of players. You know, do I have to break it down? I know their skill sets. A.J. Brown is very good with the ball in his hands. So, hell, if you have to get the ball in his hands, line them up in the backfield. I mean, the Patriots did it with Cordero Patterson. I mean, Corey Davis is really solid at route running, really big receivers, re- really good at jump balls, 50-50 balls. Adam Humphrey is really good at finding things in, in zone and good with run after catch. So and if I'm a play caller. I'm thinking of players in certain type of plays, you know, as well as reading the defense and seeing what works within this defense uh, or against this defense, and I'm trying to get – touches for my playmakers you know we talk about 15 play scripts all the time 20 play scripts in those scripts you need to be trying to get those players the football so that they know hey we're coming to you today and they can get the feel of it early in this in this football game I knew that it was going to be a hard game to run the football you know it was part of the pre you know the the pregame process of watching tape, watch tape on this defense and some of the things that they they've been doing in terms of personnel and bringing in, you know, uh, bigger guys like Mike Purcell, getting Shelby Harris, a little bit more movement, setting the edge a little bit better and really selling out to stop the run and putting teams in, in third and long. You know, when they were doing that, what that did was they they're they're making the process more difficult for offenses in as a whole because you have to you know have to fend off all these rushers coming full speed at you on these third and longs. So they say we're going to sell out on the run and we trust our back end enough to where you know we we can settle for those third downs or give give up a little bit earlier in the down but then we will come after you on the second down or third down uh blitz package. So so they made some adjustments, and I knew that if they were able to stop the Chargers' run run offense, they're going to stop our run offense. Um, so I just I just don't think that like 
the good thing about this Tennessee Titans team is they do mind their own business and they do, you know, handle their business um, under that roof. The bad thing is I see a team that is that is taught very well. They have good coaches uh, for the most part, uh, but they don't necessarily have people that are very detailed in terms of the opponent and then very detailed in self-scouting because there's some obvious things. Offensive line splits were better this this week. Um, offensive line play collectively, individually, to me, was better. What what we didn't do, and that's hard to say when you give up seven sacks, but what didn't have happen in that Denver game was I just think play calling was a big deal, you know, and I'm a really big, I really, you know, I should say I, I really respect Arthur Smith's rise in that program with the Titans, being there for seven, eight years, starting, you know, basically a journey that I'd like to, you know, emulate in some way, you know, in the scouting ranks where, you know, you start there to the 2011 on the defensive side, then you work your way just doing, you know, a good job, you know, where you're working. I truly believe in that. Do good what you're, you know, in, in the job that you currently have. And he just worked his way up. And, you know, obviously being an offensive coordinator in the NFL is a big deal. So I'm a big supporter or a big supporter of that journey. Big fan of the person from what I've heard. But it just seems like maybe being up in the sky, he can see things better. But right now it's just, you know, from a f- philosophical standpoint as well, just not calling the best plays in the right situations. And, you know, Tennessee Titans are going to have to do something moving forward to kind of get this team in a flow because it doesn't matter. You know, they have like a a, a a bad trifecta going on. You know, if it's not the bad, if it's not a, a good play call that's being called, then it's a bad pass being thrown. If it's not a bad pass being thrown, then the, the, protect, the protection doesn't hold up, even if it is a good play call. And if there is good protection, then there's, you know, either a bad pass or a bad play call. So it's like this team is just not meshing very well from several different levels. And, you know, as I, and the only way that I can think about it is how I would have formed this team and, you know, the the, the, the work that I put in during the offseason in terms of how I would do it, I would, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's really a situation where you you want to simplify things. Pardon me. You want to simplify things. You want to say, okay, how can we win? But the what you keep on for, for at least in my opinion, what I keep on returning to in my head is really just going down to the basics and being more simple, simplifying things and just hanging in the game. Kind of like very much a lot of the games this season was one of those where if the offense can just hang, hang on, score points where you can, and the defense is going to hang on long enough to where we get the ball in an advantageous position. Now, that has occurred and I'd say pretty much every football game, but the offense hasn't, you know, answered the bell. So we're, like I said, we've been good enough to win. The offense has been good enough. Uh, Marcus Mariota has played good enough to win some games. There are some games that if he would have made, been more aggressive, uh, made better decisions, split second decisions, then we would have won, in my opinion. 
And a lot of people don't want to say you can't blame it on one player. You can't. But as the quarterback, as the person who touches the ball on every offensive snap, you have the opportunity to affect the game like nobody else can. So in that sense, you want to improve on those game-changing plays. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill is a quarterback that, you know, specifically versus the Colts, I believe the Tennessee Titans could have won if Ryan Tannehill played because simply it was just about making throws making NFL throws, not being scared to let it rip. And, you know, you can say what you want about Ryan Tannehill. He's a fiery leader, and he has confidence, and he's not scared to make throws. So that's some of the things that Tennessee Titans have been missing. And if you watch the tape, you can certainly notice that the offense moves a lot more smoother. Um, The raw receivers have uh, more of a sense of urgency um, because they know that their routes are, are you know being ran and they're going to get rewarded with the football with Marcus Mariota you never know if you run a perfect route or if you're going doing this that he's going to find you or make the right read so this is just the type of just debacle overall that the Tennessee Titans are are in and and one for me to where you know for the true supporters who who aren't just trying to listen to get your fix of Tennessee Titans talk for the week, but really who's a big supporter of what I do is, you know, now I have to move on. I have to move on to towards, um, you know, next year. I have to move on to 2020 prospects. Um, you know, I'll one more video with the Chargers, um, talking about the Chargers, um, eval, uh, and then I'm, I'm on to 2020 because I'm not going to keep wasting my time. Um, on a team that's not obviously not committed to me, not committed to my work. They don't care what I do every week. They're obviously not listening. So I can't keep wasting extensive time trying to prepare for an opponent that I really don't have to play or trying to assist a team that really don't want to hear what I have to, to say right or wrong. Um, so I have to work on my my skill set, my craft, and, and that's player evaluation, Um from from all levels that I deal with um, on a on a um, volunteer basis um, and on a uh, for pay basis. So for my fans out there, I will be moving towards assembling Titans more so 2020 uh, draft prospects and the Chargers will be the last uh, pregame eval postgame um recording because i mean the things that i said you know j rob has seen my work mike vrabel has seen my work and the fact that nothing is being implemented and i'm just being looked at as basically a fanatic it's really piss poor to the fan base um it's bush league um it's highly disrespectful for the people that actually care about this franchise um you're doing them a disservice and um you know, you obviously don't respect the passion, the grind, the work, um, or I would have gotten a call by now. And, um, you know, I mean, that's kind of how where it's at. I mean, I mean, that's literally where it's at. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm being, you know, disre- I don't think I'm being disrespectful. I'm just being completely honest. I mean, that's where we're at as you don't think about me, obviously. Um, and, you know, obviously... I I have a bit more experience on how this team, um, what's needed to win, apparently. And um, so it is what it is. So I'm just going to keep on grinding. Uh, 
Um, I'm going to keep on working, keep on doing what I'm doing, climbing the ladder. And you're going to hear my name winning championships, whether you like it or not or care or not. So um, it kind of is what it is. I'm kind of done with this game. 16-0 got beat, you know, um, and, you know, Marcus Mariota got benched. You know, I'm in a situation where, you know, at what point is it time to, to you know, make moves on that? I, I think the Tennessee Titans have, have a good opportunity, especially if the season starts to to go awry pretty quickly. I think they have a good opportunity to kind of move some players. I'm not going to say how I feel about everybody yet. I'm going to wait until that comes. But I think that they have some good pieces that if they're willing to deal them now, they can certainly get draft capital and, and, and some players that uh, would help this um, team moving forward. So, you know, um, this is probably one of the shortest post-game evals, but it's just one of those that make you shake your head. You don't have many answers to it. Um, the answer to it is we don't block well. So you have to call, sh- you know, offensively. Your plays can't be that, you know, long-developing comebacks or goals or long posts you have to get the ball out of the quarterback hands relatively quickly um, I remember the Patriots you know being a very heavy wide receiver screen pick play team because at one point the offensive line wasn't protecting Brady well why haven't we adapted a quick game you know not, obviously they've talked about they don't have the players or we there's timing and we can't really get our screen game down but at what point is that an excuse and is just unacceptable for an NFL team to say, you know, defensively, like there's there's these they can only hold people for so long. But at the same time, it's still your job to stop these long run plays at the end of the game. You know, have your gap integrity, get off of blocks, be more big, set the edge and make the tackle. So I don't really know what to say. Um you know, there there's certainly things that you can do to, to just kind of keep your head above water. And really, if you think about it in a lot of NFL games, that's really all it is. Two teams playing extremely hard. They're both well coached. You know, if you're in the NFL, you're you have talent. You know, you might not not necessarily be a good team collectively, but you have talent. Just stay in the game and try to win it. And and the Titans can hang in almost every game because of their defense. It's just if their offense can put something together, they can they can win they can win a game. So that's really what it comes down to. So um, thanks for tuning in. Don't know if I'm keeping this up for long. I said some things, <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in. God bless, and I'll holler at you guys later. Tighten up, literally.